You're listening to In the Open, a Mental Health America podcast, a space where we explore mental health and navigate the challenges of life through honest and candid conversation. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to In the Open. It's Teresa and America. Hi, everyone. Today's episode, we're going to continue our series. We're ending our podcast on an I can series. And today we're going to talk about how I can forgive myself and others. Are you nervous? I am nervous. I feel so many butterflies. Yeah, I feel nervous too. We could tell that the avoidance. (laughs) Coping skill. Are we really going to talk about this? Okay, so let's just claim space and talk. Why are you nervous? I'm nervous because I think this is really hard. And this is something that I struggle with for myself and for others. Yeah. So I'm trying to be open minded and not immediately be like, no, this can't happen. Okay, I'm feeling nervous because the concept of forgiveness feels complex. And I don't know what it means for my life. (laughs) Because it's hard to grasp what it is that I'm supposed to do for this part of healing. It's something that I've wrestled with my whole life. So it feels very laden with expectation for me. Like I'm supposed to be somewhere and I have to remind myself that that's not the purpose. That's a very interesting way to see this. I hadn't even thought about that, but I like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, at least for me, and I don't know if you've experienced this, but, like, when a transgression has happened, other people, not me, want to throw forgiveness in my face. Say things like, well, you should forgive and forget. And in my brain, I'm like, I'm never going to forget. And how convenient for you it would be if I could forgive and forget. Like, that's what you're asking me to do. And so it's laden with more hurt. I I really appreciate you bringing that into the into the space that we're having because I have had people say that to me but I you know if people have been listening for a long time and even if you haven't I'm a grudge holder mm. and it's tied to kind of my person <laughs> and so coming into the space and being able to say well what does this the act of forgiving myself and others look like yeah knowing these things about myself how can it show up and unless somebody kind of puts something that pushes you to have this question or a situation comes up that is kind of making you ask this question then it's hard to even even think about so when you think of the word forgiveness what does that mean for you forgiveness means that I am inclined and able to move past a hurt that I've received and essentially saying it's been addressed, I've taken care of it, I'm going to move forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my version was something like that. It was like forgiveness means not letting something bother me or weigh me down as much because I can't ever say forever, you know, or like completely Mm -hmm. because I know now that, 
you can't anticipate when something comes back up and it feels like you're churning back on forgiveness, <laughs> you know, or like somebody hurts you again. But have I forgiven? Have I let go when it doesn't impact my life as much? But I've also heard this other side that I've processed through, especially in my 20s and 30s, this idea that forgiveness towards others also is trying hard to make a decision, a choice to see that person with as much grace as possible. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Um. And that's harder. There's one side of forgiveness that how is how much it impacts me. And then there's one side is how much does it impact the way I see someone and choose to interact with them. Right. And I feel like grace, grace gets thrown around a lot. And, you know, for, for this, I feel where, where it resonates the most for me is this idea of being able to, I'm going to say live with the hurt because there's a hurt, right? For me, there, for me to forgive something, there's a feeling that has, occurred and most often it's some sort of hurt feeling. Yeah. Yes, there's a possibility that someone didn't intend to do it and you know, understanding intentions is part of the I think puzzle, but it's really it's not so much about grace for me, it's more about just being very honest. But I also don't know that people can really be honest. <laughs> I called right. grace Because the person may never see my forgiveness, but in my heart, it's also Mm -hmm. that when towards others, when I have grace, I think of grace as trying to have good will or good intention towards them. Towards the other person. Yeah. So like love is too much. Like I can't forgive someone and love them, but I can try to see the best in you. Trying to see the best in your abusers is enormously difficult. (laughs) Yeah, like I can't, I can't even put myself in that frame of be like trying to see the best of them. That's if maybe there's an opportunity to maybe know the person more, but there's situations in which you don't, you don't even want that. I don't want to get to know this person. Yeah. Do I forgive the fact that they were not the greatest in this situation? It's really beautiful if you can cut ties and never have that person impact your life ever again. I don't know that that's true for a lot of people with like- I don't think so either. Hurt by the people who are closest to us, you know? Right, right. It's very powerful to want to believe in that aspect of, I'm going to be able to say, I forgive this person or I forgive myself and then I can move on. It is very powerful. I think there's also a spectrum of what that looks like depending on the situation. And there's like soul crushing forgiveness and like this, I need to let this go because it's weighing on me so much that I can't, I can't process and move forward. And there is that like, oh, this is just a little drop in the pond. It's forgiveness that yes, this happened. I've moved on. Yeah. Right. Tied to the, the amount of hurt. Yes. Yes. Do you also tie it to the, if an apology was given? Are you the kind where you cannot forgive someone if someone never apologizes? No, not necessarily. I think it depends on the someone. 
I definitely can think of people in my life where I feel like I could never forgive them because I've never received an apology and I also don't trust them that their apology is sincere. Mm, okay. And the reason why forgiveness and forget is so painful too is because of trust, at least in the context of abuse. When somebody hurts you and they want you to forgive and forget, part of that letting that go and forgetting is feels for me like I'm putting myself back at risk for being hurt by people. And if they're not trustworthy, if they haven't shown that they are working on their own stuff, then I don't trust them. <laughs> Why would I forgive them or forget? Like I want for some people, I have a hard time even allowing them the benefit of forgiveness because it feels like I'm mad and I want to be like, forget you. You don't even deserve a conversation with me to try to pretend like you can apologize because you so clearly <laughs> haven't done the work. You're not really genuinely sorry. You don't know okay. what you did. You're not admitting what you did. You're not taking ownership. You're not changing your behavior. Now I understand. what One of the things I was waiting for you to see if you were going to say this around this idea of being genuine. Yeah. And that aspect I think is really important to how you are going to respond to whatever, whatever conversation occurs. Yeah. And Within this spectrum of understanding, there are so many things that go on with, with our lives. Understanding how this is impacting you, I think, ultimately makes a difference on how you will even consider forgiveness, right? So when you talk about someone hurting you, I can be a little bit thick-skinned around how I respond to people. Mm -hmm. So somebody says something, I'm like, eh whatever, it's not a big deal, I've moved on. But maybe you receive that very differently and it's a hurt. You know, it's a pebble that's been thrown and you're like, oh, whoa, I didn't, I wasn't expecting that. I think that's an interesting question because you entered the conversation saying you hold grudges. Mm -hmm. But when you think of, well, forgiving others, I don't, I don't find that I have a hard time forgiving the small things at all. I don't hold grudges except for big ones, you know? And I don't know okay. if those big ones have masked or overshadowed my experiences in a way that I do say things like when people hurt me <laughs> and it made it be horrible because for a long part of my life, I was a doormat. I put myself in dangerous situations. I had relationships with people who were hurtful for a long time. I didn't call them out on it because I wasn't aware. I wasn't seeing the way that putting myself in bad situations because of what I expected, like, or the way that <laughs> hurt for me. It was like, well, it's only real hurt if it amounts to this level of pain, you know? So I would forgive a lot too much. Right. So, like, the threshold is different. Yeah. I will say, I used to be a, <laughs> I used to be. A, a grudge holder at a higher degree, okay? <laughs> I would say that at a higher degree. So like small things would impact my reaction to things. But what I've come to learn is that those things 
they, they don't hold as much power, right? They're kind of, in Spanish, we say pasajero. They just move on. Why you know? Why was that affecting you that way? Like, what, what do you think? It's this idea of someone putting into question my person and my integrity and when where it'd be like, no, I already know. But now I'm at a place of, mm. yo, I know what I did. I know what I believe. I know what I, my position in this, in this place, you know, in this conversation or whatever. Yeah. I know what it is. So it's a little different. And I think where, where I'm at today, this idea of forgiveness is more layered because when you're talking about, you know, the depth of how we go into this space and then navigate, like, where is this hurt existing? Mm-hmm. And how is it impacting my life? I think that's where I'm today, where I'm truly trying to understand in the scheme of all things, this thing that has happened, how much are you going to let go of it so that you can move on? Yeah. So who do you have to forgive? I think I have to do a lot of work to forgive myself around maybe the way that I process Mm. information and may respond And some of that work is, you know, done with my therapist and understanding like, well, why would I respond to this thing this way? And understanding like, you know, breaking it down into the whys. And then on the other side of it, like, who do I have to forgive on the outside? There's people that have hurt me, right, with their words, with their actions. And part of that is coming to the realization, was I not clear about the boundaries that I set? So that's a question for me, right? And if I was, why did this happen? And and some of that internal conversation is this question, well, does this person have the ability capable of digging in enough to be able to understand why this hurt is so relevant? Yeah. You're still in that you're in that space with people in your life you can yes. think of actively. Yeah. Yeah. When I think about forgiving someone right now, today, mm-hmm. I've had this I, f- like this visualization in my brain that helps me tie to whether I need to forgive someone or not. And it's it's like beating someone up, right? Okay. W- when I think of like, do I need to forgive this person? Do I have to forgive myself? I kind of am like, am I beating myself up over something? Or do I want to beat someone up over something? <laughs> And it lets me know the way that rage and these strong feelings are tied to that relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's like your barometer. Sort of. Yeah. It's helpful yeah. for me because I'm like, oh, you can have a transgression, but I don't want to beat you up over it. <laughs> or I could do something to stupid in my own brain, but I'm not going to beat myself up over it. You know, I'm not going right. to beat it. That's why I think to death. There, now it's more of a spectrum, right? Where I can say, no, this is it's not a big thing. You got to let it go. Yeah. And if it, if it lingers, then I know there's something else there that I have to think about yeah. and sit with to then be able to say, oh, oh, I feel hurt. I didn't feel heard. Yeah. Whatever. And I have to address it. Because if I don't address it. Yeah. Then it comes to bite me in the tuchus. Totally. It was a framework for also understanding how much I would spend my time thinking about them. 
like early on in my life around forgiveness, someone was like, well, by not learning how to figure this out or work it out, you're actually hurting yourself way more than you're hurting them. They're not mm-hmm. thinking about you, but you right. spend all your time thinking about them. Yeah, And that helped me to realize, well, you know, I got to let this go because I'm hurting myself. And I think that's the that's the key to this conversation and understanding what power you give whatever it is. Yeah. When you're walking into a situation and maybe surprised by a hurt, I think our immediate reaction is to like, ah, well, that's my immediate reaction. I'm going to defend yeah. and protect, right? Battle. Which is, I think, yeah, it's the most common reaction. Yeah. Unless you are on the other side of that and yours is, nope, safety, I'm going to move away and protect myself in that way instead of engaging. The conversation, though, around forgiveness I really feel comes to bear when you are doing the work of understanding all the little monsters that live with us Mm. that come to impact our day-to-day thinking. And then, you know, we have to have like a good little guy, like, yes, get out of here, you know, punch him in the face and move along because otherwise we get pulled down by that negativity. I agree. And also I think that those are those little monsters are also a sign of holding long-term grudges, mm-hmm. you know, like where you have big work to work through. Because sometimes I've had people in my life who I should care about them. I should not feel feelings for them, but there's something that holds you back mm-hmm. from being able to develop a relationship with people. And I think that feeling, the little monsters, you know, it's like if you ever want a relationship to repair or get better, you have to ask what's holding you back. Like what mm-hmm. – are you waiting for something from them? Are you still holding on to something that they aren't able to give you? Right. And see, for me, that's the piece of like understanding what the other person's capacity and ability is because I could go to you and be like – I demand, you know, that you forgiveness. Well, are you a person that thinks that people, because people sh- can change, that they should change? Or are you okay with forgiving and just never expecting change from people? Oh, no, I expect change. You expect change. and But I, I say that with a little, like, this little, little... Um, It's not even little. It's a big, like, highlight this. Yes, I expect change, but it's wrong of me to also come into the situation expecting change when that person doesn't want to change. They're completely fine with their frame of reference and form of function. So that comes back to me, right? They don't want to change. They don't. There's no need. Honestly, with people you feel ready to cut off with, I don't I don't have a problem with like, okay, you don't want to change. Well, I don't have to interact with you, right? Setting a very firm boundary in that space. But there are some people who you want to change that I want to change, but I also recognize that the timing oh, yeah. for when and how they're going to change or how they change. Like yeah. I think change looks one way. They're like, right. nope, that's not how change looks for me. Right. <laughs> or they're like, nope, I can't change as fast or the way that you want me to change right. when you want me to change. And you're like, mm, okay. 
So there's acceptance there, right? Because one piece is, is the forgiveness piece. Like, yep, Teresa, you hurt me. We've had this conversation and I'm like, please don't do it again, right? And then next week you do the same thing. And I'm like, what the hell? Mm. We, we had this conversation. And so there's an expectation that whatever we've discussed will be addressed. But yeah. to your point, that that's not always easy for the other side, right? No. To say, oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. I did do that thing again. And you're like, well, do you want me to like tattoo it on your face? Like, don't do that. It hurts my feelings. Yeah. And how much does the acknowledgement help you? So when you're forgiving someone and at the very minimum, if they can say, oh, I see it, mm-hmm. <laughs> even if they don't change, does For that me, go that's, far? <laughs> yes, it does go far because they're able to not only have they heard whatever I've communicated, but they're also able to put themselves in my shoes and say, oh, wow. Um, I, I didn't realize that. And for me, that's that's a building block to understanding why the hurt happened. And then from there, ideally, we get to this place of forgiveness. But it's also not like instantaneous. Boom, I forgive you. You're done. You know, little magic fairy dust and not all things are good. I t- So for me, when I think about that grudge holding... We can have this conversation that I've said, I forgive you. And I, and in this moment, I can. It doesn't erase the feelings or thoughts that I have. So that's my internal battle to work with, right? To manage and figure out. When you have these thoughts again, how can you make them, temper them so that they are not becoming overwhelming and pushing you in a direction that's negative? Do you feel lighter after forgiving people? Uh, sometimes yes and sometimes no. Sometimes, so this is this is my own work that when I feel heavier with the feelings, it's like my interpretation of like, okay, you actually have to do some work here. And wow. you made a step forward, but it takes a lot of effort on my part to keep moving forward. So it's not always this light, fluffy feeling. Sometimes I feel like I want to wait for that. Like somebody, where in our brains do we think that forgiving somebody makes you feel lighter? So for a while, I think I thought that's what forgiveness was supposed to feel like. Instead, forgiveness also felt very painful or confusing. Again, like I think I was coming back to the beginning thinking that forgiveness was the end game. (laughs) There was somewhere to be at the end of the tunnel. And I just, I've let go of that recently because I just never get there. And I don't know, the guilt in me makes me think, oh, people are saying, well, then you haven't really forgiven. That just screws up my mind even more because it reinforces this idea that it's an end. It's an end. But but that, it makes it seem as though we've had this conversation and I, I deem you forgiven. Boom, it's done. Yeah. No, that feelings have weight. You carry them. So it could be that in the future, there'll be a point where I'm like, yeah, we had this conversation. It's no longer, you know, weighing me down. But in that moment that I'm just like, oh, 
now things are beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah. hard. It's I, I have never had a conversation with anyone that they felt that way. No, I don't either. And I hate that, that our idea of this experience because it's tied to an event or an end thinks that there's some finality we're supposed to reach. Because, yeah, I, I I think of it like a like recovery. Like we talk about recovery as a mountain and it's up and down. I'm never going to completely forget or ever let it go. Unless you literally wiped my brain, I will always remember things. Exactly. So – no, you can't ever forget completely. It's just like to ask somebody to do that is impossible, especially for major hurts, right? Right, right. But, you know, today something is less painful than it was three months ago, than it was six years ago, 20 years ago. Right. And to me, if I could say that that's true, then I've made progress on forgiveness. I would I would say the same thing. Like, yeah. I think for me, what I walk away with and what I aim to really embrace on my day to day, am I doing the work to not only account for where I hurt people and show up and apologize? And when I'm hurt, am I also letting that person know so that they can understand why it is so that we can then move into a place of forgiveness? Do you feel less nervous? <laughs> I do. Now that I now that I think about it, I just it's a really hard space to sit with because yeah. it brings up so many feelings of understanding one thinking like where was this moment that I had to forgive and it's like, "Oh, I remember. I remember now," right? Um and then moving past it and being like, "Oh yeah, you worked with that. Got it." You're just taking it off the shelf for a moment to remember, and then you're putting it back. When you say like a lot of emotions, I, you know, forgiveness as an idea brings up a lot of pain because you don't forgive somebody if you never felt hurt by someone. You know? And our natural inclination is to avoid. Right. It's just so overwhelming, you know? Yeah. And that's okay. Like it was very interesting that we both, even though we've both worked very hard to, to, address these issues, recognizing that in these spaces, you are going to feel paralysis. And that is normal and mm-hmm. acceptable. And just let yourself be okay. Because I think even forgiving yourself for not being able to forgive <laughs> is like beating yourself up for feeling pain. But it's okay to feel pain. Every- everywhere else in our lives, people want us to stop crying or like mm-hmm. – and yeah, there are a lot of decisions about how to do that. And it's and like feeling like you're a burden to people when you're talking about the same thing over and over again. But, you know, but at least with yourself, I don't know. At least with myself, I don't have to beat myself up. Yeah, I agree. All right, folks. Until next week, keep on fighting in the open. Bye, everyone. <laughs>